It is another day. It is another mugshot. I'm Jay Cleveland Payne bringing you things you might have heard for this day. It happens to be Friday, August 25th in 2023. And yeah, we're opening. If you're watching the video, we're opening with, that you see in the teaser graphic, another mugshot. Yesterday was Rudy Giuliani. Today, Donald Trump as he surrenders himself to the Fulton County Jail yesterday. That's our top story. So there's your spoiler alert right there. But we have eight total stories that were vetted by you as conversational to talk about in today's show. And the fun stuff at the end, they basically a second show, which is squeezing in between the ads and things like that. But you make the show go on all counts for what we do as you vet the stories going forward. We'll explain that in just a bit on how you make the stories go and tell you how things can work around here in a moment. I want to remind you that our main website is this is a conversation project.com where you can find more details about us all day, every day. So it means it's not a three minute open, it's only a minute and 10 second open for these things right here. As we said already, today is Friday, August 25th, 2023. We are preparing to give you eight new stories that were vetted by you and created by me for what should be a good experience. Give us 12, 13 minutes and we'll get to the fun stuff. I promise you. So let's get into the whole headlines of today. And as I said, you know where we're going to start things off today. It's pretty obvious. You got to start with the elephant that was actually in the room in Fulton County Prison. That is Trump's mugshot released after booking at Georgia jail on election charges. We updated the article title and sent a couple updates to the actual article as it was basically live breaking news. Trump doesn't do anything small. One thing you can say about him, when he says he does things bigly, he does them bigly. Yesterday, he had counter-programming to go against the, I'll tell you, very horrible debate from the Republicans who are running for the spot he wants to get, although he's probably going to get it. And today, you know, not trying to do anything um, last minute, which would have been an even bigger thing, an even bigger chaos, he went in prime time. So he had all the coverage, all the TVs, all the cameras on him as he showed up in the Fulton County prison uh, in the only unusual thing about the thing was they blocked traffic for him to get there. Uh, a fairly quick um, go. He didn't have to go sit in the holding cell or anything like that, but he walked in. He was greeted very nicely, he said. He took his fingerprints. He took a mugshot, which was released to everybody. He has a prisoner number, so or a I guess a inmate number, as you will, as dated from the docket of the court. And he's, as all practical purposes, a regular guy. In fact, he had a bail bondsman pay his bail. So there you go. We will see what's happening going forward. Now, the big thing about this is that Trump put a posting on X, which used to be Twitter for the first time in two years, basically saying, you know, witch hunt and election interference. And then he called up Newsmax to talk up the uh, the thing for those guys. So we have audio, poor audio because it was cell phone audio in, in motion of what was happening in real time, more or less. Now this thing is real. Now it's on and popping. Now we're going to see what's going on for this trial for real. And this is, of course, indictment number four. I'm not sure how the reopening of E. Jean Carroll works out in the numbers, but this is number four for the summer, the summer of Trump uh, indictments. Uh, and of course, election time, actual running for the presidency is coming real soon. Second story, WWE star known as Bray Wyatt dead at 36. Bray Wyatt, uh, real name Wyndham Rotunda, uh, is, has passed away uh, earlier yesterday. Uh, according from the source, is his father, Mike Rotunda, and uh, being released to the nation from Triple H or Paul Levesque, the actual uh, C or CEO of Talent Relations, uh, I believe his actual his title here in the WWE. Uh, what does this mean for folks? Well, Bray Wyatt was a very... 
he started off kind of controversial, but turned into a very popular one of those anti-hero type characters. He began his run as Husky Harris uh, in the original run coming through as just a, a sort of guy, was repackaged as a weird swamp sort of mentalist guy and brought in some other weird swamp guys to kind of run the show. That thing sort of run its course. Then he came back again as a children's TV host with a weird alter ego called The Fiend, and people loved that. Then he came back again. This time he was running with some weird background noise that had some uncle guy that was basically pulling the strings, and people were excited for his comeback. Then he disappeared from TV, dealing with some personal issues and an illness. Uh, we don't know the actual cause of death at this point, and we're pretty sure this is real because no one would joke about this one right here. Uh, many people sending out their... Um, their thoughts and prayers to the return to family and the very extended family as he is, of course is a third generation wrestler plus uh, wrestling in his family or cousins and folks are actual big time wrestlers a lot of love going out to Bray Wyatt i.e. Wyndham Rotunda today uh, we want to know more details when we can but I know it's going to be a very sad weekend for wrestling fans going forward as they have to tape something live tonight for WWE so it's going to be a quick run to get something on there to kind of get to that one and a lot of heavy hearts performing tonight Plane crash believed to have killed Russian's Wagner mercenary chief Prigozhin, seen as Kremlin revenge. Why is that? Because U.S. intelligence says they can kind of figure out that something had a hand in this that wasn't just randomness of life. Intelligence believed that this was a forced down plane in some case or some something happened so it was just sabotaged. Of course, Vladimir Putin is singing the praises of Mr. Prigozhin, saying you know he was a brilliant man yet complicated. Many mistakes he made. But he did what he could do, which is, I guess, what you say when you kill a person. Because he said things like that a lot of times when people who turned out to be his um, rivals or enemies or maybe just threatened him, you know, fall off, fell off of buildings. Because I guess they couldn't get Prigozhin in a tall building. They got him in a plane and he did the same thing. It's, it's what they do over there, unfortunately. But we're going to see how that goes on. Now, Joe Biden was asked about this one. And while he's been really quiet on things that should be important, he did said... He believed Putin was behind the crash, but didn't have any actual proof. But pretty much, like I said moments ago, these sort of things happen around Putin. When you sort of, you know, you know, you know, kind of bow up to him, people tend to die as the normal. Michael Jordan learned something from the divorce of the woman who gave him children because it cost him $166 million to be divorced from her. And he's learned something enough that he's made his next wife, current wife, Yvette Pirro, sign a prenup enough that gives her a million dollars for every year of marriage and five million per year if she stays more than 10 years. Now, the article here, the notes we have, doesn't have how long they've been married so far. Uh, I don't think it's been 10 years yet, but essentially, uh, Yvette Pirro um, has to count her time and count her money if she wants to make her way away from Mr. Jordan going forward. Uh, the like I said, his previous wife uh, was able to get um, $168 million out of him after a 17-year marriage, um, which, of course, took a big chunk of his money when he was now free. Now, with the new wife, the prenups agreement makes sure that his hours, his days, his time, and his money is counted for Ms. Pirato to, or I guess Mrs. Jordan too, to go forward. Is this a standard prenup? Probably not, because Michael Jordan's not a standard guy, but is this smart doing? Probably so, because Michael Jordan's not a standard guy. Was it smart for her to take this? Well, we'll see if she lasts 10 years or if she's going to pull out a lot less money over time. Because 
168 uh, million versus something like, I don't know, 20, 30 million, not going to make a big difference. Or actually, makes a big difference just in what you get as opposed to what you're giving. Corolla, the new COVID environment may infect more people than previous strains. COVID is not back, it never went away. In fact, it's been variating and variating, not exactly, um, you know, current, you know, actual words, but it's been working up the new strains here and there because that's what they do. And the new one, which is called BA.2.86, I'm not sure the dot's supposed to be said, but it's there, nicknamed Parola, surfaced in four countries. It may be even more infectious than people who have already had COVID, which is the thing, and the vaccine. But the thing is, it's not necessarily more dangerous. Not necessarily, but it is more infectious to people who've already had uh, vaccines or have had COVID uh, immunities for having it in the past. Um, you're going to find out more about this because we're going to talk about it. People will talk about it as it progresses. And come wintertime, when people are dealing with the flu, People will probably deal more with COVID, more as a thing that's going to live with us forever because it is, as opposed to a mass shutdown of events. It's something that it basically enough people with an, an antibodies from the um, from some sort of uh, vaccination, or enough people get it, stay home and do the real the right thing and come back with it, can be managed going forward. Now that we know that we can't just just kill people just by coughing and breathing on each other, it takes a little extra effort and some actual effort in the process. We can do effort to pull back. COVID's not going away. So if you want to have a, a conspiracy theory, you can keep that going if you want to. COVID, the thing, is not going away. It's just something we have to live with in some sense going forward, such as, as I said, the flu and the common cold, which you know comes, comes around when it wants to come around. Worries over seafood safety mount as Japan, Japan releases Fukunisha water, Fukushima, say it properly, water into the Pacific. This happened yesterday. Thursday was the day they officially started releasing water from the Fukushima nuclear plant into the Pacific Ocean on Thursday. Remember, they'll be releasing lots and lots of water over lots and lots of time, so in tiny bits. Over 30 years, they will eventually empty out the water from the power plant. That sounds like a lot of time, but there's also a lot of water that must be uh, introduced back into the system. And right now, there are worries about what's going to happen in the waters and the seafood around there, which is why they're doing it so slowly and keeping an eye on it to basically monitor it. It won't be an instant thing. It'll be a sort of literally because you've watched so many movies where radiation turns things into whatever. It's going to be something to, to take a little time to go through. So Godzilla's not coming next week, folks, but... They are monitoring to see what's happening out there as things go on because seafood is a big thing for Japan, a big thing for the world. Pumpkin spice lattes may seem like they've been here forever. It's only been 20 years as Starbucks introduced the pumpkin spice latte. And the latte hasn't actually been a forever thing per se. Not really a big American thing until Starbucks sort of started overtaking the stuff uh, about 30, 35 years ago officially. And the pumpkin spice latte itself was a something that Starbucks was sort of muddling around with when they put it out there, and now it's a tradition. Pumpkins have been around, yes, pumpkin spice and things, but the pumpkin spice latte, which you know overtakes the world, which is actually on sale essentially right now, even though it's not even cold yet, is a thing hitting its 20th birthday this year. So not quite legal, but just barely there. Get your pumpkin spice if you want it. In the meantime, um, I'm going to do all I can to avoid it, mock it, and make fun of anyone holding a pumpkin spice latte, period. 
And just like that, Kim Cattrall returns to ask Samantha to Sex in the City revival. Samantha Jones made a quick appearance in her iconic and fan favorite character from HBO's original Sex in the City. And she did it with the fan finale for season two of And Just Like That. Coming in, um, referencing Annabelle Bronstein, one of her um, alter egos, uh, as she played in season six. Um, uh, Samantha was able to spend a little quick phone call with Carrie uh, in a parking line in the phone, which we've all basically learned about. Essentially, this was the worst kept secret in the world because it wasn't really a secret. Uh, she filmed her, her part in a parking garage in the back of a car doing a phone call to Carrie at the very end saying, yeah, we should get together. We should hang out. And that was it. Whether this will be a continuation, whether they will hang out in season three, we shall see. But this was a way to bring the character back for fans to kind of enjoy that. Control was very vocal about leaving the actual character behind for a lot of reasons and didn't want to ruin the actual vibe of the new show. She actually wasn't asked back to the new show because they knew she wasn't really into it, but uh, people asked for it. They made this happen, and so we're glad for those folks who were looking for this. Not quite closure, but maybe an open a chapter going forward. Apologies, errors, and omissions. This is a section where we talk about some things that we may have messed up or some things that we aren't talking about because there's only so much time to talk in the thing. We only get eight stories. Sometimes we stretch it to nine or ten, but this is to keep us from doing that so often. The story that came in at the ten spot, the number ten story for the morning, is the headline that reads, Friends writers Patty Lynn says shows unhappy cast deliberately ruined jokes they didn't like. This was a very significant story as it is one of the top 15 stories for the morning and we're not going deep into in details in this one but you can look for this yourself we pulled it from the independent it's all over the place about the friends cast basically sabotaging jokes and just not liking what's going on uh, you would think the people who seem like the happiest people on tv and got a whole lot of money for doing it would have been happy with the with the work they had to work with apparently they weren't behind the scenes stuff from friends which is i guess been off the air Maybe it's been up there 20 years, I guess. Uh, people are starting to kind of dig deeper into the mythos of the show and go into sort of the real behind-the-scenes stuff, as many of the cast members are. This is a case of someone who worked on the scene saying, hey, the guys would basically screw things up on purpose because they just didn't like it. Go deeper into the story for yourself. You can go deeper into this story if you want to. This is our teaser story for the morning, or which is really going to go to the whole weekend because it's Friday. So if you want to talk about this story on Friday, it's very simple. Go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter, slash X, and we're trying to get the threads thing working, so we maybe can put things on threads and figure that out as well. You can engage in the stories, like it, love it, hate it, uh, share it, do whatever you do to engage in the story to show that you're into it even if you really hate it. And if it gets a whole bunch of responses, we're going to put it into the stories. Now, for Monday morning, we're going to give you 10 stories. Those 10 stories come from the top 30 from the whole weekend. There's over 90 stories a weekend, so there's a lot of stories to pull from, so we have to limit it that way. Come Thursday through Friday, we'll give you eight stories a day from the top 15, so there's less stories to pull from, so it's a more, more, uh, let's say more that's fine batch if you will more more potent if you will because it's less to, to choose from so we'll give you that will we talk about the bbc canceling doctor who season 14 release with a series delayed indefinitely question mark that's what it says on the graphic you're seeing if you're watching a video so as it says uh there's been a hold on the release of chapter of season 14 of doctor who the current iteration of it uh will there be a um hold for a long 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 time we can talk about that if you want to talk about this. Engage in the story. If it's a top 30, we'll most likely put this in the story for a Monday edition. 
go to our feeds on facebook.com and twitter.com or x.com and engage in the story as you see it while you check the rest of your things all day long. Today's spotlight sponsor is the chess store. I want to make sure we put some love on chess because chess is a game that many people love. Many people sort of get frustrated with because it seems like it's hard, seems like it's 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 a it's a long bit of time. And a good chess game can go a while if you you know if you're playing against someone who has great talent. But a good chess game is also a great way to, especially a long one, to have, spend, and do things with people that you love. I play chess with my daughter every so often because she, you know, she's you know on her phone all the time now. But we play chess, and it takes a little while, and sometimes you just kind of be together, mostly in silence. But sometimes there's conversations that pop up as we're working back and forth. The biggest thing is the chess games are getting much much faster because she's getting much much better and beating me more often and faster. Make a legacy of chess, or just get a beautiful chess set for your living room so people think you have a legacy of chess by going to the chess store the best chess accessories out there at this is a conversation project.com slash the chess store this is a conversation project.com slash the chess store this is an affiliate link so once you buy from the chess store and get one of those beautiful chess sets or one of their great travel sets we get a small commission back from that check it out at our website and our affiliate link you can go to our sponsors link and visit many of our other sponsors today we are putting a spotlight on the chess store Find them at this. It's a conversationproject.com slash the chess store. The conversation project itself lives at this is a conversationproject.com where you can find more details about what we provide for you. This thing here, the uh, things you might have heard, which you do every single weekday morning at 5.50 a.m. Central Time. That's when we kick this thing off, more or less. We work a couple minutes late today, so apologies for that. We also have uh, weekend shows, so as soon as I wrap this up and head off to get a couple hours of work in, we're going to start doing the script and doing the numbers for the weekly wrap-up. That's the top 10 stories per pure numbers so not me pulling the stories i like making the right the right mix of stories it's literally the top 10 stories that you said by the numbers go up so sometimes some stories that were just a little too and i'll say gruesome that you were engaging in get a bit more spotlight for the weekend plus we'll talk about stories that didn't quite make it because it gives you context and the story of the week where we will give you I will give you specific because it's my, my voice, but the folks behind the scenes will work on a script that will go into detail, deeper detail, one of the top 10 stories for the week. Gives me a chance to do more editorializing and the boundaries of you must talk about something that people want to, not just, you know, my fantasy football team looks like it's already going to tank and we haven't even drafted yet. You can find that and more and more stuff we do. We do things all the time, including articles and little video clips and things that are sometimes just informational. Sometimes they're news wise and sometimes they bring a whole lot of hate. You can find where those things live via the Conversation Projects website. And if you think we're doing great work, follow us on our feeds. Email us at the conversation inbox at gmail.com for giving us the feedback and possibly stop by our partnerships page and see if there's ways we can partner up together. And we thank you for that in advance. As I promised, on this 25th of August, fun stuff to come. Fun stuff is coming right now. We start the fun stuff with birthdays, and today's birthdays, August 25th birthdays, include Mr. Gene Simmons. That is the demon from Kiss, the big tongue guy, and um, the guy who's not quite married to Sharon Tweed, but then they get together for probably 50 years, I guess. This is one of the longest standing relationships in Hollywood, in, in famous people land. And they haven't actually did the commitment, which may say something or may not say something. But Gene Simmons is a very talented guy, not only a great musician and a great leader in his um, in his band, entrepreneur. He found a way to put Kiss on everything in the 80s and 90s, and people bought it, and he's still making money on great stuff right there. Gene Simmons, 74 years old on the day. 
Billy Ray Cyrus, also pretty entrepreneurial in his own sense, and able to um, basically command a way to keep himself relevant. Started off as a middling country star, then of course the achy breaky heart thing and the and the mullet thing. Turned that into getting his daughter into TV and to music with um, Hannah Montana and Miley doing her own thing. And of course, Little Nas X. You can't, you cannot deny Old Town Road. Billy Ray Cyrus kicking things very, very relevant, relevant himself at 62 on the day. And Rachel Bilson, maybe not quite as relevant to you, but her name is synonymous with 80s sort of teen drama-ish stuff. And of course, D.O.C. on Fox. 42 years old today for Rachel Bilson. Let's do our history lesson for this morning. Going back on the 25th of August, starting off in 1916, the National Park Service was established with the Department of the Interior. That's where now we have all these beautiful parks that are maintained by the government to hope keep the pristine lands together and probably try not to screw over Native Americans as much. Although some of the land they've taken essentially has screwed over Native Americans uh, quite a bit, which is why some of the Park Service lands are being basically given back to Native lands or turning to special parks so they can be preserved. But National Park Service started on this day in 1916. 2017, Donald Trump pardoned Joe Aparo, who had been convicted of contempt of court for racial profiling. You may remember that event, and you may remember that Donald Trump is trying to run for president so he can pardon himself from all these other things. That's a whole part of that stuff. But Donald Trump doing a good thing for at least Joe Aparo, maybe not for the rest of us, on this day in 2017. And in 2022, just last year, California voted to approve rules that would ban the sale of new gasoline cars by 2035. That, of course, by the math, means within 13 years of the actual ruling. One year down, it doesn't look like it's happening anytime soon. And in fact, right now, one of the biggest uh, hurdles of this whole point is it's not enough charging stations. It's not enough electronic stations to charge electric cars. And there's, of course, we've got 13 years to get there. Ain't enough electric cars. So, What's going to happen in 13 years? This is essentially the landscape of what's on the road will have to change and how things will work will have to change. And at the moment, it's not looking like that timeline is going on. But it's only been a year, 12 more years ago. They might catch up. They probably won't. Today, on August 25th, August 25th, August 25th, we are celebrating the day that is officially four months until Christmas. This is a time of year where I remind you that Christmas is on, on December 25th and you have four months to get it done. Now, if you don't get Christmas done, done in time, you've had four months to get it done. You've had four months to get it done because you know it's December 25th and today is August 25th. And you know, you know, you know, you ought to know four months until Christmas. Go ahead and start buying things now, putting money away. Go to Amazon and, and buy a couple things just in reserve because you're going to get last minute and forget Put a couple things, hide them in a closet, hide them at work, hide them at a friend's house. Do what you need to do. It is four months until Christmas. But don't remind your kids that because they'll start bugging you for stuff right now. And that's annoying. But for you, start squirreling things away because one more time, this time would feel like it is four months until Christmas as of today, August 25th. It's four months until Christmas. I'm sorry, I had to do it one more time. And finally, one more thing you might not have heard. A new survey of Americans finds serious interest in a proposal to adopt a four-day work week, as has been tried out in a number of com com companies and organizations around the world. A UK experiment saw 56 of 36 organizations that tried it kept it after the trial period. 
The company said that four-day work weeks resulted in higher employees, satisfaction, higher revenue. All told, 87% of U.S. adults are very or somewhat interested in a four-day work week. When asked if they'd still be interested in a four-day work week, even if it meant the remote work was never allowed, 51% of Americans said they backed it. Would you be down with a four-day work week? What would happen, essentially, is it gives you an extra day to basically do things that are business-like stuff without having a weekend to, to deal with that. That's what you really get from the four-day work week, and, and basically, you shift things going on. There really is less stuff done, or less loss of stuff done, but more productivity because you get stuff done in less time, and you have a, a whole free day to get things done. Very popular. If it works, in some cases, where things have to be open, a four-day full work week doesn't quite work as well but where, where it does work people love it you know what people love well they may not love this but they seem to like it enough that they keep coming back so we thank you as one of those people who keep coming back to us here at the conversation project whether you watched us live today or whether you're watching this on a replay or listening on the replay remember it is an audio podcast that will get trimmed up at the end we thank you so much for being a part of the family and joining us on the show you actually make the show as i say every single day because you give us the stories to talk about or i give you the stories to talk about then you tell me which ones are good enough to talk about and then i pick from those to give to you sound confusing Go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter, facebook.com slash this is conversation project. And eventually I'll stop saying Twitter and say X standard uh, in Twitter X slash Facebook slash I'm sorry, X slash Twitter slash TH underscore conversation. And you can tell us what we're talking about every single day here on on the show, every single weekday, I should say, and for the Saturday show and other things as well. You also do influence some of the other stuff. Because if things seem like they're a popping topic, we'll try to get some info on those things. And sometimes I will go on to things that just sort of bug and irk me and are interested me, and I get the hate from that. But we do make sure we're staying relevant, saying things are conversational, even if they're conversations that we might not want to have with each other. So there you go. We'll come back with us for Monday for another one of these things. Make sure you're following the feeds all weekend to tell us what we're talking about. And remember, the weekend shows, the weekly wrap-up, and the story of the week will be coming out on Saturday. So look for those things to be released on Saturday so you can see more things about what's going on. Behind the scenes, find us at thisisconversationproject.com. And if you deem us worthy, stop by our partners page and maybe partner up. With that, we're going to stop yakking. We're going to stop talking. We're going to go back to Donald Trump's uh, mugshot if you will, if you're watching the video. So thank you so much for being a part of us. We'll do it again come Monday. Be here with us.